of the five popcorn turtles are gone. Somebody's <laughs> stolen one of your cookies and the other one's like half melted. You're like, great. I feel so good about this. And then your fucking cherry Pepsi is flat. And it's like, great. <laughs> so happy about my choices. Okay, you know Paddington 2, here we go. You know what I get when I go to the theater is um, I get the uh, pretzel bites. With the nacho cheese? Yeah. Yes. I'm shocked. Do you strike me as a corn dog or hot dog kind of guy? I I like to go for a silent movie snack. Oh, that can't make sound. Yes. Got it. You're so polite. Yeah. Hey, guys, it's also, I'm sorry. I know we're about to start soon, but it's the anniversary almost of us all getting really high and seeing cats together. Yes. The last thing we did since the pandemic. Did you do that last year, too? (laughs) What? That's the last thing we did. Or on New Year's Day. Really? The first thing I did. I think, yeah, I think it was mid to late January. Mm -hmm. And that was the last movie we saw in theaters. Oh, my God. (laughs) Which is wild. And it the was... last movie I saw in theaters was Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, no. Wow, that is chaotic. I'm sorry. <laughs> this, um, I, I, I'll never forget that Cats thing because I remember just we were all pretty baked. Oh, my yeah. God, and that we family. we sit down in the theater <laughs> and the cat, the cat appears in the night sky and we all just start going. Yeah. <laughs> the family next like, to us oh, was so pissed. mad. Yeah. They were yeah, so the pissed. Next were pissed. It was an oh, no situation. Like... As soon as the cat's face showed up on the moon, like, oh no, <laughs> why are we? What have we done? <laughs> like, we we knew this was going to be bad. Why are we here? <laughs> I just, um, yeah, I, I definitely, oh. I definitely left that movie and like felt like I like went through like a collective trauma experience with like everybody that I was there with. Truly, I was like, this feels. I feel like we're bonded in a way that like feels kind of uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> it it honestly the level the severity of. <laughs> chaos that that movie sort of decides to imbue on its audience um is i mean it's astronomical (laughs) you walk out of there a new person (laughs) yeah um should we start is that wild this is the lousy advice podcast my name's eric i'm shelby hi i'm jake and this week we have charlie varela on the pod to talk about the wonder years what's up charlie I thought we were talking about cats. I I mean, we arguably could just talk about cats and the music of cats. Um, How are you? Thank you for being on the podcast. Yeah, thanks all for having me. I'm doing, you know, pretty fine, all things considering in the the end times such as the world. I feel like this week has been like nine years. Oh, yeah. I feel like, you know, today has been like a whole decade in and of itself. But Truly, good. I mean, with the coup and everything, my goodness. Yeah, can you believe that we lived through a time where that's a part of history now? Yeah, my that, goodness, it was crazy. That was cr- what a weird day. I'm exhausted. Uh, silly <sighs> shit. Um, but we're not here to talk about the coup. We're here to talk about the Wonder Years, a fantastic band uh, that a lot of people listen to and also a lot of people don't listen to because that's music i think in general i feel that was very pointed oh to you (laughs) yeah Yeah. why well why do you feel that way because you didn't listen to my songs i listened to them today did you Ah. did you like them yeah i did Did... i did they're all very good really are you lying yeah are you placating me i'm serious no i'm I'm serious are you sure jake would tell you if he didn't give a fuck about it oh yeah i would definitely tell you oh they were long in the tooth yeah, the okay. song. What does that mean? As in, they're a little overly long. Oh yeah, 
okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Because yeah, I think I was like almost four and a half minutes into one, and I was like, what the hell's going on here? When are we going to wrap this up? But that's the thing. That's story. That's storytelling. That's narrative. That's structured emotional poetry. So, whoop. Um, cool. I'm so excited. This is going to be really fun. Jake, do you want to take over? Do you want to take the reins on this? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can. You want to pilot this that. plane, buddy? Do you want to you want to fly us into the stratosphere? Ooh, I'm gonna use that and wonder where the years went. <laughs> because because time moves differently in space. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. You know, because okay. how you put a clock on the whatever, and then it's like, whoa, different time. You know, because time's <laughs> different in different. Uh, places? Yes. Well, time is just a construct of man. It is. Well, true. It is. Fuck <laughs> you, Jake. Yes, it is. We discussed before you were on the pod, so I'm happy we have this sort of confirmation bias to to validate this sort of collective feeling of the room. Um, as definitely good vibes. <laughs> good vibes only. <laughs> Sorry, no, I'm done. Jake, please, please <laughs> okay. make me stop. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Toon Draft. Okay. A game in which members of Lousy Advice and guests competitively collaborate to create artists or genre-centric best-of lists. I will be your draft commissioner, Jake, and creating tonight's list will be Charlie, Shelby, and Eric. That's right. Wow. There we are. You did it. Um, Thank you. So uh, let's go through um, the Wonder Years history here with everybody, and we always like to start with our guests. So, uh, Charlie, could you uh, give us your Wonder Years history? Your credentials. Yeah. I'm ready. Um, do you want like my personal history with the band or like the band's history? Oh, personal, personal history. Personal history. No, it's not a quiz. Oh, okay. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> like, not yet. I, I for sure. Could you like see the panic rise? I was like, oh shit. They're no. going like, to ask me all sorts of deep questions. No, okay. it's pers- cool. personal history. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Rock on. All right. Um, yeah, absolutely. So I got into the Wonder Years when I was about 14 years old. Um, I am from the suburbs, which is a very defining characteristic of the Wonder Years um, as a band. That's like half of their songs are about being from the suburbs. Um, So a friend of mine named Marley Rose Kless, uh, shout out to Marley, uh, sent me like a mixtape, which it was like 2013. So I don't know why she made me a mixtape, but a (laughs) mixtape that had the song Melrose Diner by the Wonder Years on it. Um, and I listened to it and was like, oh, shit, this band is amazing. <laughs> and literally just like fell down the deepest rabbit hole listening to the Wonder Years. And then they put out Greatest Generation, um, which is an incredible album, which I'm sure we will talk lots about. Um, and that album like fundamentally changed my life, both in the the way that I like view music and um in terms of, you know, it was like the first time that I listened to a band and was like, oh, like I could have written these songs lyrically and all sorts of stuff. And I was a big English nerd. Um, and Dan Campbell's also total English professor vibes. Um, yeah. So and I've just really I've been into them pretty much ever since. So they were actually the last band that I saw before COVID hit. Um, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw them in San Francisco. At the, yeah. That was the Spanish Love Songs three free throw pool kids tour. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah I, I went and saw them by myself. Drove myself out and went and saw them, and it was incredible. And then, yeah, literally like a week and a half, no, like a week later, everything shut down because that was the sixth of March. So. Oh I was wow! Supposed yeah. to go to that show. Were you? 
Yeah. Oh, because of Spanish gonna, love songs. I was going to see them. And then I think we were recording lousy stuff instead, actually, that weekend. We were. Yes, we were. I yes, think. we were. Wow. Synergy. Oh, how the turntables have turned. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how the turntables have turned. As yeah. as as they tend to do <laughs> classically. I love it. Should I tell my history? Is that crazy? Crazy. Okay, do I'm going to do it. Um, So my history with the band is essentially... Uh, I moved to San Francisco in 2010, uh, and I remember it was like right when I came out, and so I was like really sad, really quiet. I didn't have a lot of people I was close to, but I mean, I was really big into music, and at that time, I was kind of getting into like some more hardcore bands, and a friend of mine who was recommending bands to me recommended this band. It was like, they're more on the lighter side. They're more pop punk. If you like pop punk, I was like, I love pop punk. Let's get into it. And I remember listening to uh, The Upsides. It was, he just gave me The Upsides album. And like the first line of that first song, I I believe it's the first line of him talking about how like that homophobic bullshit is like shitty. Like this cis straight white guy is telling all of these other assumedly cis straight white guys, cut out that homophobic shit. It's not cute. It's not fun anymore. Like just stop it. And I remember that, like, I was like, wow, that's wild. I never expected that from a band like this. And then from there, like, I just listened to them a bunch. I remember, like, buying myself a ticket and going to see them at Slim's. Um, that was, like, I think it was, like, Into It, Over It and Story So Far and Polar Bear Club. It was, like, this really sick show. And it was right when um, Suburbia I've Given You All and Now I'm Nothing came out. And so being, like, oh my God. yeah, so because that's, like, an Allen Ginsberg <laughs> concept album, largely, uh, I was so like into it and like sad and I was like, oh my God, I'm just like this queer kid in San Francisco and like, this is perfect. And then like, I remember this was such a big moment for me. So I remember they, I mean, they closed the set with the now I'm nothing. And the last line is, uh, I know we've got miles to go, but I'm putting my shoulder to the wheel. And that's the last line of America by Allen Ginsberg, which is I'm putting my queer shoulder to the wheel is what he says in his poem. And I remember like climbing over people and like yelling that at, it was just like, just like literally bawling my eyes out, like crowd surfing to like sing this line. <laughs> um, it was really important. And I mean, since then fantastic. Cause then greatest generation of course was so good. Anyways, I like them a lot. Um, they've been I, not like quietly a little secret, but I just don't really talk about them that much, but they are definitely a band that like, really meant a lot to me for a very formative period of my life. Yeah. I'm really excited to talk to another queer person about the wonder years because yes. yeah, being a queer kid from the suburbs, like this band was like literally everything that I could have wanted. Yeah. In a band. Truly. So, yeah. uh, and emotional to like, cause I mean, a lot of shit is good. Like a lot of really good emo music, but just like, I don't know the emotional severity of some of the lyrics and like the poeticism of the way some of these songs were written really connected with me <laughs> like really deeply. I don't know. I just, they're fucking oh, yeah. great. Ah, oh, yeah. obsessed. So that's my story. <laughs> and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> this is stressful to me. Why? Um, so I listened to the wonder years for the, maybe not the first time because Eric has sent me songs, but for the, I listened to their entire discography this past week for the first time ever shout out Whoa. welcome yes, because i wanted to make sure that we could draft this band um because eric talks a lot in our everyday life about how much he loves this band so, so good. i'm new here what's up <laughs> um 
I hope you love my takes. I cannot I'm, wait. I've never been more concerned to give my opinions on something than I am currently. <laughs> so it should be a fun ride. <laughs> I'm honestly so excited, though, because it's going to be like, like first take. Like a yeah. first take of this thing. Like like with no no sort of emotional baggage behind it it's just this is the first this is the first impression i swear the first yeah. playlist that i had for all of the songs that stuck out for me were like it was like 30 songs and i was like okay now i just have to go through and find 11 of them and yeah. i think i narrowed it down cuz i listened to my playlist before uh we convened for session <laughs> <laughs> and uh before we got gaveled in yes, yes. So I'm I'm pretty proud of my list. I'm so excited. I'm nervous. Oh, it's gonna be great. We're gonna have such a good time. Let's do it. Let's rage. Let's rage. Jake, okay. what's your um, history with the Wonder Years? Uh, I listened to that one song. You know what? I used to lump them in with, because um, it was around the same time period. I used to lump them in with. You remember when people were calling themselves pop punk bands, but they were like really just soft metal bands? Oh, like a day to remember and all yeah, those. Yeah, I just lumped yeah. them into that group. So the thing is, is they used to play a lot of those shows, but they were always yeah. they were one of those bands that could like you could probably throw them on a hardcore bill and kids would still be really excited about it. And then you could throw them on like a day to remember bill and people would be like, oh, this is still sick. And then you could throw them on an yeah. emo bill and they would fit right. Like they they kind of towed the line a little bit. Yeah, I would lump them in with that group, so I kind of was just just not at all interested. Yeah, you know, you didn't want to so disrespect just, your surroundings. Just, well, I I just I just was was like you know I've heard that um, style of shit before and it's horrible. I'm concerned uh, <laughs> now that you mentioned wow. that. Who's defending wow. pop punk these days? Oh, I don't who's know. Who's defending pop punk? Where's these Man days? Overboard? Somebody call Man Overboard. <laughs> no, that's not necessary. <laughs> that was their slogan. That I was... know. I just don't like that. Band. Oh, <laughs> I thought. Uh, never mind. No, we don't need them. It's okay. Somebody call Four Years Strong, J.K. <laughs> don't do it. I'm just kidding. Actually, somebody call him because I've had a crush forever. Um. Wait. Yeah. No, Jake. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna get into the rules then. <laughs> if you're, okay. we're just gonna move past it and get on the rules. Love. Um, Obsessed. So I'm gonna be asking. Uh, some trivia questions either pertaining to the topic or tangentially related love to the topic um and the person who gets it first will get to pick the draft position first second so on um one person is going to be drafting into positions 11 10 6 and 3 which is the lowest placement but you get a lot of picks and the the coveted but not often used veto override in which you can cancel out a veto that's played on a choice that is not your own uh, the second choice is nine, eight, five, and two, which is a good amount of choices, right smack dab in the middle of the list. And the third choice are number seven, four, and one, which is the least amount, but you get the number one spot. You get all the pressure, but you get all the glory as well of the number one spot. Um, each player will also be receiving a veto, which they can use to knock uh, a song choice from its current place on the list, either because you don't think it belongs on the list or believe it belongs higher up. Whatever the case, it can no longer be replayed in that spot, and the drafter must choose another song. You can roll over a veto into your next appearance, but only one. Any any rules questions? No, that makes sense. None for me. Okay. Um, Eloquent. We, has anybody is anybody carrying over any vetoes? Um, Shelby, did you? What was the last one episode last we did? Week? Pairs. Pairs. I did. Pairs. I did. 
You, I vetoed cum shots. That's right. Did it was a whole shots. thing. Did you, Jake? Um, you vetoed. Yeah, you vetoed one of hers. Myself. You vetoed yourself. That's right. Oh, and I wasn't playing. Yeah. Yes. So I don't. Uh, okay. Your last appearance was some. I I, I can't even Green remember. Day. To be honest with you. Right. I think I use that. Let's just start fresh. Yes. New year, new veto. Everybody's got yeah. one veto. Love. Um, okay. So these questions are all related to Wonder Years star Fred Savage. Yes. And, okay. and his career. <laughs> Love. Fuck. Why? <laughs> so. Not even not even the show itself, just Fred Savage. Just Fred Savage of the Wonder yes. Years? Yes. yes. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Fred Savage um, moved uh, has mostly moved on from acting at this point and has moved on to directing and producing. Um, which hit comedy television program has he produced and directed several episodes of? And the hint is that it's starring Charlie Day. No. Yes. Not the one, though, right? Shelby. Yes, it's Shelby? always sunny in Philadelphia? Correct. Thank you. Is that real? He did? Yes, it's real. Like, oh, yes. wow. <laughs> okay. Wow, I, you really like, just told me the answer and I just get to have it? Again, and then That's seeing sick. directed by Fred Savage on him and being like, is that that Fred Savage? And it, it was. Wow. Wow. Uh, this is going to be the moment where everyone who listens to this is going to realize I never leave my house and I watch the same four movies. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> it's, um, it's fine. I, it's fine. <laughs> my questions are always obtuse. And the most tangentially related to the topic possible. So. I love that word. Rock and roll. I yes. do too. Obtuse. Um, Obtuse. Shelby, which, which, uh, which positions would you like? So this might be controversial, but I would like the number one slot. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Yeah. But here's, no, 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 no. Here's why. I have reason behind this. Because I want the people that love the band to be able to have the bulk of the list they both have vetoes, so I feel like Makes everything's sense. gonna be okay. <laughs> Charlie like doesn't look like he agrees with me, and that's fine. <laughs> Wait, where'd that gavel go? Does somebody have that gavel? <laughs> <laughs> you should have. You uh, you were I'm, saying you knew the answer to Jake's question, but you just didn't say your name. Well, I didn't think that that would be it. I guess I should should have buzzed in. See, if I were on if I were on a game show right now, I'd have lost it all. It's true. You know, um, but I didn't. Next question. Okay. Fred Savage starred in the hit motion picture and one that I just recently bought on Blu-ray, Little Monsters. Yes. In the film, which actor and game show host played the monster under Fred Savage's bed? Jesus fuck, Jake. I know. Do I, do I know this? <laughs> game show host. Is it some obtuse game show? No. It's a real, no, no, no. real deal, big deal? He is currently hosting a show on television, a reality TV program, and he was a game show host for most of the 2000s. A He's very a reality popular TV show. show? Host, yes. Host? In fact, you know what? I'll give an even better hint. He's a reality TV show judge. <laughs> <laughs> What fucking show is it? The Masked Singer? No, it's um, America's Got Talent. I don't watch my show. Talent. still going. I think so. <laughs> I forgot what the question is. There were so many levels to that. Oh, my God. I don't know. Not that I'm playing. 
Okay, I'm going to move on to the next question. The answer is Howie Mandel. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Howie Mandel. Yeah, deal or no deal. deal. America's Got Talent. Um, Comedian. Arguable. Bald guy. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Freak. Um, Okay, so Fred Savage's little brother, Ben Savage, starred in Boy Meets World. Yes. This This is my layup question here. What was the name of the teacher slash mentor slash principal to the kids? Eric. Yes, Eric? Mr. Feeney. That's correct. Yes! <laughs> oh, my God. That, okay, I will say, I watched very little Boy Meets World, and I also don't remember a lot of what happens. I remember the Halloween episode when he gets stabbed with a pencil. That's it. Yeah, I have never seen an episode of Boy Meets World. That episode was I was born in 1997, so. Oh, yeah, I get that. Oh, I guess that's trash. (laughs) Yeah, because even even for me, I feel like Boy Meets World, I was a little young for it. Really? I watched it, and I'm younger than you. Like, watched it through and through. As it was airing? I don't know if that's... I think it was reruns, though, no? Wasn't it reruns? It's possible. It was definitely reruns by the time I was watching it, for sure. Okay. What year was... It was, like, 1990, I think that was, like... Oh, so 91? Yeah, but it so. went on for a long, long time. Hold on. Let's get to the it, bottom of this. I feel this. like I was Kids watching it live age. once they went to college together, when they all decided to go to college together. Do you remember when they went to Disney yeah, World? That, that was fun. Opinion. Oh, shit. They did like a Glee thing where they all went to college together they and they did. followed them. Okay. So it, it originally aired in 1993 and it lasted seven seasons ending in 2000. Okay. So, yes. Yeah. So oh, I wow. some of those episodes yeah. live then. Yeah, it had a long, long, long thing because wow. they started in elementary school, like middle school, and then go yeah. up to college yeah. with the same actors. I will oh, say, still love Topanga's name. Yeah, what yeah. a what a good name that is. Um, and my <laughs> other two questions were because because I want to read my my questions. Fred Savage was <laughs> in The Princess Bride. Yes, which also starred Carrie Elways. Yes, which long running horror franchise did Carrie Elways play Doctor Lawrence Gordon? <laughs> American Horror Story? No. Oh. Yeah, the answer is Saw. Oh, he wasn't Saw. Movie, of course. Of he's, he's in like He's four the of them. lead. Yeah. Um, oh. And then Fred Savage starred in the feature length commercial, The Wizard. What video game company was the entire movie essentially an advertisement for? Nintendo? Yes. That's the correct. Power Glove? Yes. <laughs> Welcome okay. to our show. It's hell here. So that's that's one of the things Eric talks about. So like he because he grew up in Chicago, so he'll talk about like that movie and represent representation for like what California was. California. So, yeah. So when he moved here, he's like, oh, I don't. That was what. <laughs> but that was always what California was. That was the only version of California he had been familiar with, which yeah. I think is fun and which, funny. Um, and I want a power glove. So which position did you want, Eric? Uh, what are my options? <sighs> Ninety-five and Whoa. two, eleven, ten, six, three. <laughs> Sorry, say that. <laughs> that was a big say, say that again. Eleven, ten, six, three, nine, eight, five, two. I'm gonna go nine, eight, five, two. Okay, that's gonna leave Charlie with eleven, ten, six, and three. We're always so mean to our guests. I know. Well, in the same v- me this time. In the same vibe. Well, that's a lot of picks. Though. We do have the same. We both have four picks, though, right? Okay, cool. Cool. Rock and roll. Close my tabs here. Close your tabs. All of your tab sodas. Namaste. Yes. Namaste. Uh, <laughs> so, quietly uh, to yourself. We're here on the list. It's going to be the first pick from Charlie at number 11. What is your pick? My pick for number 11 is You're Not Salinger, Get Over It. 
That is a great song. Yeah. I love I that song. Love love that song and it's fun because it doesn't like have an album technically. It's just like this release that they did of a bunch of songs that they recorded. Um and it's amazing. It's one of the first Wonder Years songs that I heard and it's great. Yeah, cuz that was those it was like that and like Elegy for Baby Blue and don't what is it don't open the fridge and holding it down like those songs weren't those yeah. all they were like post first record pre second record yes right yeah okay yeah it was like everything that was recorded between 2005 and 2010 like just, just a bunch of stuff wait when and they was they put it all out and it's like super long when was their first album um their first upsides was 2010 well cuz didn't they have that weird uh really awful album before that yeah but technically here this is my, yes. my like one bit of wonder years trivia technically that wasn't the wonder years that was like the band that they like were all in but it wasn't the full lineup of the present band oh and so it was like dan and then like a like a bunch a couple of other people but they like didn't have like they had a different drummer and like all that stuff so it was like they're like shitty first album so it's like not available on any like it's not released under the wonder years discog or anything yeah but, Which arguably, uh, rightfully so, because it's not great. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's good. really bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wonder years if you're listening, ding that bell. Sorry, yeah. If you're li- <laughs> if you're listening, I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure they know, right? I'm sure they think it's bad, probably too. Right? Which is why it's not included. Like it's intentionally left off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's like one of those things where like Dan talks a lot about how he'll like go back and listen to stuff and be like, oh my god, I can't believe I like said that or like wrote that because he was like young you know like oh you yeah changed, right like over time so yeah you're learning yeah. and growing constantly so i'm assuming a lot of that older stuff is pretty cringe just on yeah. a, and even not in like a social level on a personal level as an artist being like fuck that's what a weird what a weird time in my emotional life yeah <laughs> yeah no but uh yeah. you're not uh, yeah, salinger sorry oh no you go <laughs> yeah yeah. Oh, I was gonna say, Dan, if you're if you're listening and you really love that album, sorry that we don't think it's good. Yeah. But <laughs> but, but it's not. The other albums are way better. <laughs> yeah. So we'll say that. So good. Just kidding. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Anything. Um, you're not Salinger. Get over it. Is a great song. I also just like the title. So the titles are so emblematic, especially like this or like this collection of songs, and then the upsides. So emblematic of like, um, the Panic at the Disco like track title vibes where it's like <laughs> what 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 are some of the other like Mike Kennedy is a bad friend on the upsides it's everything I own fits in this backpack New Year's Eve with Carl Weathers like it's like sentence names and yeah. also, also just being like a super emo lit boy uh yeah. you're not Salinger get over it is very funny <laughs> yeah it's great and that's another that is another great like I'm gonna talk shit about shitty dudes that come to shows and are mean to 15 year olds and like all that and when i first heard it i was like i'm 15 dudes yeah. are shitty to me it was like i feel seen and held by this yeah <laughs> so. oh yeah i feel like there's so many elements in this band that i don't i just it just seems like dan is cool and like even at that time was just like writing cool shit that necessarily i don't know like i feel like most people weren't writing about not being shitty. I don't know. It felt more authentic. Right. It felt authentic. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know this song? Authentic. No, I don't. I don't know really that good. I listened to that. Well, I listened to their entire discography, so it's very possible, but 
Let me slap it Play on the. Play a little bit of it for me. Slap it on the. Lay it on me. Oh, this was on my this was on my very long list before I beefed it down. Yeah, I love it. It was when they were doing more of the keyboard stuff, or when the keyboard was more pronounced. A la, and I said this earlier, Four Years Strong, but a la early Four Years Strong, and a lot of those bands where it was like, let's combine heavy guitar, kind of soft emo cry with some cute synth. Big big Warp Tour vibes is what it is. Yeah. Big Warp Tour vibes. Yeah. 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 Cool. I'm, I'm okay. super happy with this. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Shelby? I am not using a veto this episode. Ooh. Why is that? Because that's not fair of me. Why would okay. I do that when I just got I just, into this band you know, and it's like I'm just how many opinions am I going to have over my next formative years with so this band? I feel so attacked right now. Calm down. Why do you always feel so attacked? This is just how I talk. This is just how I talk. Sorry, I had a bad day at work. Oh yeah. Some lady told me that she couldn't, and I'm gonna tell this to the pod audience. Oh my Sorry, gosh. this has nothing to do with anything. Some old bitch. She was oh probably 197 years old at least. <clears throat> I called her because I work at a pest control company. So sometimes I call people to tell them when our people are going to go to their houses. And she couldn't understand what I was saying. And I'm talking just like this. This is I don't have a customer service voice with Eric as my witness. Like I really, yeah. for the most part, I don't. So she's like, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Your voice is too high pitched. And then she started mimicking me <laughs> to my face saying, your voice sounds like this. And it tells me and I was and multiple times I just said, no, that's just my voice. Like, that's just my voice. And she's like, well, you should lower it. And I'm like, that's just my voice. And she's like, well, I used to talk higher. You should change it. Oh, my like, God. <laughs> yeah. So oh, I struck a nerve just now. Sorry. That is pure chaos. Like, I get just as soon as you said that she mimicked you, I can't like because it's I just wanna... like shitty customers and me like, this is what you sound like. Like, OK, you're wanting to fight now. <laughs> Jesus Christ himself entered my body and stopped me <laughs> from committing homicide today. Fighting words. Yeah, that's through too the much. phone. OK, anyway, I love it. I love that you're choosing peace. I have no choice. You're giving peace a chance today with your no uh, veto. Mm -hmm. We love growth on the pod. C canonically on the pod, we love to see growth. I yeah, love that. That's true. Yeah. I'm really stoked to see what your number one choice is as like a very recent listener. Me too. It's very good. Band. It's going to be cool. It's going to be cool. Oh. Unless it's yeah. not. <laughs> yeah, at which point. It's super shitty. <laughs> <laughs> at which point I will be videoing, unfortunately. And forge. But you know what? Let's cross that bridge when we get to it. Yeah. Right? We're at ten. We're at ten. And that's one yeah. of that's one of the things is like stop living in the future or in the past. Live in the now, you know? Be present. Be present. Namaste. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we're doing yoga now. Quietly to yourself. <laughs> Quietly to yourself. Namaste. Um, cool. Sorry. Adrian, if yeah, you're listening, so <laughs> shout out. <laughs> okay cool in the spirit of living in the now let's let's uh move on to the now which is uh the number 10 pick from charlie once again all right um this is going to be the bastards the vultures the wolves Ooh. Uh, of the greatest generation yeah and i have multiple reasons but the big one is because it has one of my favorite wonder years lines which is, yeah, I came out swinging with two black eyes and a split lip. 
which big shout out to the song came out swinging off of suburbia yeah i, just, I mean just like screen. killing it do we i don't know i did we talk about that callbacks or this song mm, this song I don't know if no? we talked about this song. It's on my list. I was list. thinking about the callback thing the other day, and I do have something to say about it when you eventually bring it up. What do you mean? Me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, based on our Spanish yeah. love songs I episode? I we yes, are living yes, in the I now. I definitely have some, some, something to uh, say Oh, you disagree with me? Yeah, but we'll, we'll get there when we get there. Interesting, interesting, <laughs> interesting. Live in the now. Well, Live that's the, the thing is I don't know we'll ever get there, Jake. Yeah, um, but here's, here's the thing. <laughs> Uh, I love that stuff as just sort of like a, a long just sort of discography narrative to some degree. So like w- it's in this one when he says that as a callback to the last record. And then when is it um, the highway one listening to traffic reports? One, and then it's a callback yeah. to me versus the highway. And I'm just like, oh, it's just it's just so it's like it's growth. <laughs> Yeah. Like just like I know we were making jest of the concept of growth a moment ago, but like truly this idea of like acknowledging a literal piece of something that you've created in this new form and saying, This is how it's grown, this is how it's changed, this is who I am now versus who I was then in a very clear and uh almost like I I know we use the word canon very fast and loose on this podcast, but almost establishing some kind of canon within their discography and their music and their like general musical narrative. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. And I feel like the Greatest Generation as like an entire album is one of the reasons why it's so good. Is it's like the album in and of itself has multiple like callbacks within the album. Like yeah. it ends with a song that features parts of the other songs and like the album itself is so much about like simultaneously so much about growth and also about being like holy shit i'm in my 20s like what have i even done like what like i'm stuck in the same shitty town with this you know the same job like i'm not moving anywhere like what you know is am i growing at all like am i just surviving yeah you know which you know that's hashtag relatable oh 100 (laughs) it's like it's like comparing like talking about how much you've changed and how much things have changed, but then comparing that change to other people's change and being like, Oh shit, I did this wrong. Like I made the wrong choice, but I guess this does lead us into what we were going to talk about. Jake, the, I just want to sell out my funeral conversation. I know I like, I don't know if we're going to get into it later, but that being on this record that we're talking about as an idea, (laughs) The only thought, because because for some reason it crossed my mind the other day, thinking about it, and I was like, I love. <laughs> I was like, it was kind of unfair to uh, use another band to judge another band's placement on their list. I'm just that that's all I wanted to uh, say. So I have thought about this, and I do think you're correct. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's really all I want to say. I do think you're right. <laughs> he just so, came here to call you out, Charlie. I don't know if you listen. <laughs> I just wanted to call you out. <laughs> I don't know if you listen to the Spanish Love Songs episode, but in that episode, we were talking about what is the song on their "Brave Faces Everyone" one? It's the title track. Brave Faces Everyone. So yeah, they do yeah. at the end of the record, very similarly to Greatest Generation, where it's sort of like a like anthemic end of musical reprisal of different elements of the record in this really big ending way. And I, and I have thought about this, and it was unfair, 
and maybe I do sound like an <laughs> asshole on the episode. To which, if you're listening, I am sorry. And if you're in Spanish love songs, I am sorry because I do love Spanish love songs so much. And it was unfair to compare the two. But they do it in their record. And when we talked about it that with that song, I had, I mean, I discredited it being played because I was like, well, it's not like this song but from the Wonder Years. I was like, I feel like they did it, but they did a worse version of it, which is why I like it less. But I think Jake's right because in that, we're not talking about this band. We're talking about this band. So, like, it is unfair to critique it in that sense and then use that as ammo within it. So, yes, I do agree, and I am sorry for that. <laughs> I just thought about it the other day, and I was, I was like, laughing, and then, then you brought it up just now, and I was like, oh. Let's talk. Let me, let me bring up and, what I thought the other day. And you know what? Coming back to, coming back to the resounding theme, that's growth. <laughs> that, that right there, that, that is, that's called growth right it's there. Growth. It's learning. It's learning and growing. Growth literally just happened. Literally just happened. Oh, my gosh. Live. Live. You're so tall. Can you believe it, huh? You're so tall. I am sitting so tall. Can you believe it? Oh, my God. I grew like three inches today. That's crazy. Um, so, um, are we going to leave that there? Oh, 100%. I love that song. Bastards, Vultures, the Wolves at number 10. It was on my list. It was? Yes. It's, wow. It's so intense. Oh, yeah. It's such. I feel like we just talked about a bunch of other stuff. The song is so intense. Oh, my God. I just. Yeah. I mean, like, I literally feel like every verse has something you can pull from it. And, like, the bridge. I've been burning every bridge that I can fucking find tonight. Yeah. Like the devil's got a rifle on my on it, like my front porch. Like shit, man. I know he came <laughs> looking for a fight. Yeah, it's just yeah. it's so it's so intense. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I love this song. I love this band. I'm so into this band. Yeah, it's so crazy. They're like poets. They're that but sounded that's, corny, but they are like poets. But truly, Dan Campbell the, is like a thing. lit major. He's like obsessed with poetry. That is why I love Elway so much because their like, writer singer is also like has Poet. like a degree in literature Love it. and like all that stuff. Cause, like, cool. Cause that's also Jake's thumbing down and no one's paying attention. Oh, I know. oh yeah. This, is just, this just happens. Charlie. Sorry. Jake will just get up and go pee in the middle of somebody talking. And he's just like, yep. A hundred percent. Got it down. Yeah. No, he was, keeps his headset was... on so he can hear us. Jake, are you drinking mad dog 2020? No. What, what is that? Okay. So when you pulled it out from the fridge in the back, it looked like fruit punch mad dog. And I was like, Jake, I'm not Nicole. You gotta love yourself. <laughs> Nicole is hardcore with her four locos, man. Ah, that's yeah. wild. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I love her. <laughs> Me too. What a vibe. We just oh, I was gonna also say, not that because I feel like I include like, oh, he's a lit major, so like that makes not to say that like degree has any sort of like like accrediting. You can tell when somebody is passionate about But something. he's so passionate about yeah. literature and about poetry. That it, it's truly, <laughs> that pour was so nice. Thank you. Um, <laughs> it, it really, it really comes. That was ASMR. That was. I had the moment where I was like, oh my God, that's so loud. <laughs> uh, we're just an Applebee's commercial now. <laughs> that's all this is. Coca-Cola, if you want to sponsor the podcast. Yeah. Wait, COVID cola? What are you, you drinking Coca-Cola Coca too? It's, it's, I'm making a mixed drink. Eric and I are both oh. drinking Coke. Yeah. Currently. Coke Zero needed a little caffeine boost. Coke full because I hate myself. Shout out. I was going to have another kombucha, but I've already had one today. And I was like, you know what? Too much. It's a lot of probiotics. It's a lot of probiotics. 
One can only be so regular. One can only yeah. be so regular. My body is probiotic. You know what I mean? So yeah, like yeah. just overdoing it, it's like, at what point does that become a double negative? Like, you know, it like becomes anti, <laughs> the opposite. Uh, wait, okay. Oh, no, I can't. I was I was gonna go into a whole conversation about pre and probiotic, but that's a, we don't need to do this. We need to move. We to need to, we need to move on. Yeah. We really need to move on. Okay, it's my turn. Yes. Oh, so I just it have is. to keep talking. Oh, we love. Okay. Um, my number nine pick is from the Upsides. It was a song that I thought was very fantastic when I was listening to this record a lot. It is Hostels and Brothels. Uh, I think that huge chorus. Uh, the I'm still waiting for the map to say home's a week away. It's just so like big and cool. And it's just, I don't know. In this record, this record is very much of the pop punk vibe, like vocally, musically. But there's something about the way that he's like just, oh, I feel like he's almost just like crying into Mike at certain points, talking about like, loss of friendship and like missing out on life because he's on tour like i've been gone so long i can only call my parents and my friends so many times at what point do i realize that like i'm missing my life my life isn't here my life is there and i'm missing out on it by doing this thing but also loving that thing so much and reconciling the two right oh so good i love i love i love that that's love. a really that's a that's a great pick um I not to bring it back to talking about literature in English, but uh, <laughs> the uh, the Wonder Years is very much a band of themes. Like it's it's very much you can track things throughout the entire discography, and like this theme of which I think is very apparent in in the song, the song you picked is like missing out on stuff, like yeah. missing family, missing friends, missing out on life, feeling like you're super behind. Um, but also being super exhausted because you're touring and all this stuff and just very much being like, I do people even give a shit about me anymore back home. And like, I feel like anyone who's like ever left a town that they come from definitely probably feels that like, so yeah, love that. Great pick. Yeah. It. Growth. I, it's, it's yeah. growth. I mean, yeah. yeah, which, oh, okay. I feel like we can just go into each, I love it because you said like, you feel like you're just like missing out and then that's emblematic of like the whole concept of like year as a ghost. Like I spent this year existing, but not really existing. Like I, yeah. I was somewhere, but I wasn't where I feel like I should be in this way where it's just like life just passes. And now you're, however old he's saying he is in any one of these songs, recognizing like my life is going and where am I? Yeah. I mean, granted, I'm like, you're in a very successful band. <laughs> but yeah. at the same time, it's like, I get I get the emotional sort of like longing, the sort of yearning for something that you missed out on. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a great song. Do you like that song? Have you heard it? I have heard it because I've heard every single Wonder Year song that's on Spotify <laughs> in the past week. Um, <laughs> it didn't make my list, but I'm really excited to listen to the playlist that you make. Um, Your phone is listening, listening and learning. <laughs> That's growth. <laughs> That's called growth. No, we look. We look on her phone as she was talking. Was the just... phone was like reading the words, so it was like just listening. I'm like, oh wow, this phone um, is taking notes. I'm very excited, though, um, as I was saying, to hear the playlist because, like, once you make it, I listened through to these songs so like so many times that they're honestly kind of blurring together. Oh, a lot but, of it is similar. Yeah. yeah. Excuse me. But 
I listened to my playlist before this, and I think mine is right. I love. For me. Yeah. So I'm ready to hear what is right for you guys. And honestly, at the end of the day, we love that because everybody's their own unique version of themselves. And knowing that just intrinsically is growth. You know? Yeah, right. <laughs> I am super huge. I'm a super huge music is subjective person. Yeah. Like I, anyone, I mean, you can ask the people I live with, like anyone I talk to about music. I am always like, if you like it, it's good. Like, yeah, <laughs> fine. It's good. You know, especially with a band like this, where they are very personal, like their lyrics are very personal. It's very emotional. Oh, yeah. Big feelings. Everyone brings stuff to mm -hmm. the table. It's been exhausting you know? listening to this discography, by the way. Emotionally, it's in, yeah. it's a lot. It, yeah. It's it's, oh, it's fucking a lot. Yeah, I had I to you. stop myself sometimes. Be like, I'm gonna it take a break. It wasn't as exhausting as listening to every Blink One Eighty Two song. You know what? Yeah, you know but what? for different reasons. <laughs> for different reasons, yes, a hundred percent for yeah, different yeah, reasons. Yeah. For actually the exact opposite reasons, I would right. argue. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the most lyrically unprofound. <laughs> Pieces of <laughs> mediocre music versus these incredibly poetic, art, literally like musical narratives. Ah, oh, I love it. I want to see them go on tour together. Make that happen. <laughs> no, I don't want to see that. That would be Let's toxic. Go to Tom. That would be so toxic. I mean, we could just show up at Tom DeLonge's house. Okay, Charlie. This is yeah. crazy. This is top secret. This is top secret, but this we're saying it anything. Out. Will it? Who knows? Bleep. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm so excited. Okay, cool. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. 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 Sources say. We Sources just say. bleep this all out like we do sometimes. Oh, like just a big bleep so people will have no idea yeah. what it is. And I'll be like, oh my god, I wonder what the secrets are. <laughs> um, cool. <laughs> welcome so, back. Welcome let's get back on this list. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I'm yeah. just I'm sorry, Jake. Can you just give me number eight, please, buddy? Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Jake, are you mad at me? No. You hate me, don't I mean? you? I mean, you, you shouldn't judge one band by another band's discography. It's true. <laughs> and you know what? But I've learned. But I've learned. It's gross. I'm a better me today than I ever was. You're like a, you're like a beautiful sunflower. I am. <laughs> I am. I'm a snack. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay. Um, number eight. I went with passing through a screen door. And here's why. Okay. Okay. There's some looks. Here we There's go. Some looks Here we go. Yay. Drama. So I know there, I think The Greatest Generation is an incredible album. I think that this song is an incredible song. On a personal level, I resonated more with Suburbia. I've given you all and now I'm nothing. So this is by far one of the best songs on the record. It's not my favorite song on the record, and I'll go into which one is later. Ooh. Um, but I just think it's an incredible song for the same reasons that we were discussing about like not feeling that way you are, but then the metaphor of like, I've been looking at tears in the screen door, sort of like constantly anxious about an escape plan or thinking about leaving your life, thinking about running away from literally all it is that you encompass who you were, who you are, who you will be in the near future. And seeing that as a metaphor for just escapism to some degree, I love the song, love what it means. What are your thoughts? That's interesting. This song is higher on my list. Yes. Um, it admittedly is not that much higher, okay. um, but it is higher. Um, and it's interesting that 
because I think what the ups uh, or what suburbia was for you is what greatest generation was for me. Yeah. Like in terms of when it was released, because this album came out when I was a sophomore in high school. Um, so and like everyone's life sucks when they're a sophomore, right? Like yeah. that's just like being 15 is like literally one of the worst things on the planet. Um, <laughs> and this was like the first album, but in particular this song where I was like, oh, like this is ex- an experience I'm like actively having. And I like, especially because like around the time I was like 15, 16, not to get like hashtag personal, but like <laughs> around the time I was like 15, 16 was like kind of around when like a lot of my like gender related stuff started to like bring like rise its head. But my like home life was really chaotic and like school was really chaotic and just like my life was kind of a mess. So I was like, I can't deal with this right now, but it all like manifested in a whole bunch of other ways. And screen door, like I always felt like I was looking through my life through like a door that was closed and like there was another side and I like couldn't see what the other side was. Um, so I think that's why this song is higher. Also because it's got another one of my favorite lines, which is the first thing that I do when I walk in is find a way out for when shit gets bad. Um, yeah. Is that, you know? Yeah. Or like the emptiness I see in my eyes. There's like a lot of it where I was like, whoa, oh man. Uh, that's, you know, that is a, a that's a feeling. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. So it, yeah, it would be higher on my list, but I am glad it's at least in the, in the top 11 in the i'm mix. not gonna veto because i'm saving i'm saving my veto for a higher i'm for a higher position on the list but i love yeah okay no i i totally love get it. i i think you're totally right about how that album for you is what suburbia was for me not to say that i dislike because i think greatest generation is incredible but yeah. suburbia hit me in such a way at such a time that i was like oh this this is it like this for me yeah is what it is. Like, this is exactly what it is for me. You know? Yeah. Just intense. Yeah. I like my soul yeah. latched on to that record. And I don't yeah. think it'll ever yeah. be able to, like, pull itself off in any way. Despite anything that happens, it'll always be, like, a part of me, I'm I'm sure. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And that's definitely what Greatest Generation is for me. Yeah. So, I love it. I love this. Do you like this song? And look at how we've both grown. I don't know. <laughs> we've grown. It's growth. You don't know, but I'm gonna leave it. It's so good. It's a oh my god, me. I'm so excited! Oh, it's so I, good. It's such a banger. I'm really excited to hear all of the songs that we picked together because my brain is mush. But <laughs> I, I, I love this because the thing is, is that I get to listen to a new band that I otherwise would not have ever probably gotten into. Into I, ha- I have a hard time getting into bands that like are no longer, not no longer, but like yeah. It's, it's just a thing for me. Well, especially there's a level of like post heyday for a band. It's hard to kind of right. get it for for a lot of people who are like, oh, man, that band was so important. And like they kind of passed what would be considered the heyday for some people and then getting into it post. OK, this is seriously. And this is like I'm going to just dox myself on the pod. This is me with Title Fight. Oh, OK. Do you know? You know, Title I, Fight? Like, I love Title Fight. So they're one of those bands that was like obviously very good but i've just had a hard time finding my in with them because there's a level of like oh i remember when that was happening and i wasn't a part of it and i kind of i feel like i missed it you know what i mean right that's exactly my feelings for wonder years because i have many many people all around me who love love this band i don't think i've ever heard somebody 
who doesn't like who hates this band. Like I've never been in conversation and had someone be like, oh, that band's fucking lame. Yeah. Never. Yeah. True. I don't, I don't know if I've ever met somebody. I mean, because I know early on that vibe wasn't a lot of people's cup of tea. Yeah. But I feel like they've grown growth so much <laughs> through the last, like, right. seven years. Jake, you <laughs> love it. You love it. Oh, my gosh. So. Yeah. It's a weird episode for me. I feel really out of my element, but I'm very stoked on it. I'm happy you're here. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. I, I love this. I love this for you. It's a great moment. It's a great moment. Thanks for sharing it's it. Great moment. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, we're happy with this. It's, we we stand my pick. Yes, love. Keep it at, yeah, at eight. we love it. It's my turn. Shelby, yes. hello, welcoming to the show. Welcome to the show. Hello, hello. <laughs> All right. So, <clears throat> why am I? Who am I today? I'm so raspy. I love. Um, I thought you say I'm so random. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, so random. I'm so random. <laughs> oh, did you see my new shoes? So random. <laughs> Rar. Rar. Um, okay. You... So this choice for me, and at this point, I don't have to prioritize songs that I need to get on a list. So I'm really just vibing. Um, teenage Parents. That's oh. a great song. That song really hit me. Um, I've moved it around of the placement. It initially was a little bit higher up there for me, but this song really struck me just from the get go. Like those heavy drums, like. Just my kind of fucking song from yeah. the beginning. It caught me. So well, that's and really all I the need. The chorus to this is the all we had yeah. were hand-me-downs. It's just like a song about growing up poor. Yeah. Which is... Which, yeah. <laughs> fun fact about me, before my dad met my now mom, um, we were poor. Like, we lived in a motel. Like Yeah. So, like, I don't know. Something about that song really, really, really hit me. Oh, yeah. So. Well, also the lyrics, Beautiful. too. There's a level of, like when um what was it like a, it's like a backyard wedding being too young to yeah. recognize what's happening but always like this is gonna sound so silly always feeling the vibes like the resentment from like adults mm-hmm. knowing how they made you feel but not remembering what they said yes yes ah yeah. what a good pick yay i'm so glad i love that song <laughs> Yeah, I, I also love that song. I definitely I think that's a great pick. I that did not make it onto my list, but um it's it was in my honorable mentions. I have like a little box where I put all my honorable oh, yeah. mentions. Um yeah. And it's I definitely I feel I I very distinctly remember like going to uh you know, I grew up in, in a, a town that was like pretty blue collar and like um all of a sudden then going to college and meeting all these people whose parents went to college or like had oh, yeah. master's degrees or like all this stuff. And I was like, Oh, I'm out of my fucking element. And that's something I definitely like still feel now. So this is a great, it's a great song. One of the other common themes in the wonder years discography is um, like class and class relations. Yes. Um, which I could write a whole essay about that. <laughs> but yeah, I love it. That's if a great, you do, great we'll publish it. Yeah. yeah, we will put it. We'll put it up. I would honestly love that. Yeah, I am. I do love that. That's a reiterative theme. Is just the conversation about class, very clearly and distinctly, like recognizing that as a serious part of life. Yeah, love it. Cool. Wow, this love. is new for me. That's a really good. I fucking love that song so much. Oh my god. I actually listened to this one too, and it was good. Jake, I'm so excited. Like, because <laughs> because I. Remember, because the chorus does, or not the chorus, the verse does that thing where they, um, and I love when songs do this, where 
they're doing a chord and then they'll drop a finger down one fret they'll drop and it'll give this weird like dissonance like a little bit out of key kind of deal oh, yeah. and i love that big sad yeah big yeah. sad, big sad energy. yeah <laughs> yeah oh obsessed uh, i love that um Cool. Yeah. I love that okay. even in this discography, I stay on brand. <laughs> I'm <just> <laughs> still <laughs> sad. Always. <laughs> um, so let's move on to number six, which okay. is Charlie's next pick. Yeah. Okay. So I've had to reorder my, um, my little, my list because this was originally where screen door was, was in number six, Ooh. but I've decided to, I've decided to reshuffle and I am putting, giving number six to Washington square park. Oh um, yeah. Because, um, it's a hit. It's got another, it's got some amazing lyrics. It's got a really cool, I'm nailing shards of hope together to put something over my head. Um, it's got a really kick-ass melody, I think. Yeah. Um, I think that it really, like, it's sonically very good, and it's got, you know, I love it when bands shout out to the places that they're from, and so they're talking about Washington Square Park and 6th Street and, like, all that stuff, um, and talks about California. It's just, it's great. And also, I when I saw them in um, San Francisco this last March, they like blew this song out of the water. It oh. was um, like amazing to see live and people were so into it. So yeah, I think that that's coming in at my number six. I love that song. Also just the line, if you get the chance to win, take it. Yeah. Like, it's just so yeah. like, uh, it's just, and that's like the, like that's the end of the chorus. That's like the big, cause this was still when they were doing a lot of like, like we're like pseudo hardcore call and response type stuff. Like she yeah. said, bah, 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 like whatever. Um, but also going to them playing these songs live, uh, when they play old songs, they really touch them up. Like they really, they've given a beautiful spin on some of these old songs that sound very like kind of young energy chaos, but it's like, yeah. oh, these songs grew up. These songs yeah. grew up. These songs read a book. You know yeah. what I mean? They experience growth. They experience growth. <laughs> At the yeah. end of the day, you know that these songs experience growth. Yeah. Ugh, I love it. Have you heard this song? I love a song about California. Yes. Well, yeah. this one did not make my list, but I did like I do I did like this song. It's a, a good lot song. When I, I love this to song. <sighs> I liked that record a lot. The upsides. Yes. Yes. I liked that record yeah. a lot, a lot. That was the one that got me in. I love that. Ugh, it's such a good record. Hell yeah. It's so good. And like, how rare is it for like a band's first record, like first actual, like their thing to be, to hit that hard. Yeah. Like, man. Which I mean, cause then it was right after that, that they were like, Oh, they're a big deal. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, Oh, this is real big. And then the next album, which was like, Oh, even bit. Yeah. They're, they're a big band. They're like a really big band. I will say yeah, that of all of the records that I listened to, Greatest Generation is the one that stuck with me, I think, the most. Ooh. That that really got a lot of me. Yeah. But actually, surprising enough, and not a lot of them ended up on my final list. But the, all together, like from start to finish, listening to that, I was so into it the whole, like the definition of being so into it the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. What a good band. I'm just thinking. What a good band. I just want to, I want to, uh, okay. Because I know we're just talking about individual songs, but I'm like, oh, we're going to talk about Greatest Generation. Let me talk about this song and like why that. And like, so we'll, I mean, obviously we'll get more into it, but 
What a good pick. I love it. Yeah. I think that that really proves to the strengths of this band is that you could literally do like an hour long podcast about every album. Like, oh, yeah. 100%. Piece by piece. Piece by piece, which, I mean, we could do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we could do whatever Listen, we want. I am literally, I am, I, anytime. I'm, I'm like, I, love it. I'm, I stay ready. Oh. Any, you could call me up at like two in the morning and be like, get on Skype. We're going to talk about the greatest generation. I'll be like, like I'm fucking there. I'm so <laughs> that's, like, that's um oh. for when we start the Patreon. Yeah, album breakdowns. I mean, I mean, we could. Can we? We can. We can do whatever we want. <gasps> and you know what? That kind of autonomy—that's growth. Yes, that's growth. <laughs> autonomy is growth. Sorry. Oh my Sorry god. Sorry to say okay. it. Okay. True. Okay. 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 Facts. Okay. okay. Should we scoot? Scoot on. Yes. Yeah. Um, so we could scoot all the way to number five. Okay. Shout out to me. She's your pick. Yes. Love. Shout out to you. I Sweat. love an Eric moment. I love a me moment. Oh my gosh, I'm so selfish. Shout I love out to it. Me from me. Shout out to me from me. Oh, you know what? It is like a little uh, Valentine's Day card. Yeah. To me from me. Okay. She likes me for me and not because. Sorry. Okay. So my number five pick is from an album that uh, I did not really get into when it came out. It is Cardinals. I picked Cardinals on a number five moment. I think that this song is because it's not the first song, but it kind of is the first song because the first song is really just like a it's like that that uh, like echoey sort of like angelic uh, course. It's like a choir course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then it just goes into just the fucking heaviest beat. And then it's just like it has such elements of just intensity. And then like the pre-chorus where it's like do 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 do. And then I'm on again. And then just that chorus is just incredible and the backing vocals are perfect um i think and also just that first line it, it is the first line of the album being a cardinal crash into my window and i think it might die just like yeah like i mean already a big emo ass band <laughs> but then going straight in with like watching this beautiful bird or the the imagery of like a beautiful bird accidentally crashing into a window and watching it die I'm just like, oh my god, this is wild! What a fantastic song! I like this song a lot. Yeah, I I also love this song. This song did not make it on my list. It's in, it is in my honorable mentions though. Um, I also I love this album. Um, yeah, I yeah, oh so good. Um, and I love the music video for this song. It's really cool. It's Dan like running through the streets, like holding somebody which just like that imagery is so intense all the imagery around this album oh yeah in particular is so gnarly um, yeah. because this album like almost i don't know if you know but this album like almost ended the band like oh it was really so hard yeah because it was it was like the worst um writer's block that dan's ever experienced um because his like best his childhood best friend had just passed away and like um you know it he was like by the end of it they were like fuck it like it was super hard to write it took a really long time um and now i think they're really proud of it but it definitely like was a big big labor um and it's also got a great kind of i think speaking of callbacks you know it talks about having a war with your bloodstream which is a really big theme in greatest generation yeah um yeah so this is a great this is a good pick i yeah i'm i think i'm I'm comfortable with that. Are you comfortable with that? I'm comfortable with that. So to me, this was also an album that I I don't 
res- this album does not resonate with me very much. There there are a couple songs on it that I'm like these are amazing, like this being one of them, but as an album it did not uh click with me in the same way that the others did. It could be also that I just w- <laughs> I mean the place that I was at the time, but it yeah, for some reason this one didn't really like it didn't hit. That's a little nerve-wracking for me. Is it? I mean, Okay, wait. Oh, well. Is your number that. one your number one slot's got to be a song off this album then? Is it's it? It's possible. It's possible? Okay. It's possible. possible. Who's to say? It's possible. It's possible. <laughs> <laughs> Who's to say? But yeah, I like this song a lot. I think it's great. Rock and roll. I really liked okay. that record. Um You did? Yes, I did. Um I cool. have a few picks from it. Not that song didn't make it, but I have a few picks from that on my list actually, about 3, so. Um oh, yeah. I think it's a great record. Cool. Um, so we're fine with this here. Cardinals at number five. Happy, happy with it. Okay. Yeah. That'll move us to number four. Shelby. All right. Well, speaking of this record, because I only have two more left. Okay. Yeah. I can't put. Okay. 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 <laughs> Disregard everything I just said. Um, my actual choice is going to be. Oh, I'm stressed. Okay. I'm just going to do it. The song that's really supposed to be a song for Ernest Hemingway um, off of that same record. I got I got nothing but my own organic takes, guys. And that's the song that made it. It made it pretty high on my list. Interesting. That that's interesting because I feel like for a lot of people, when they listen to the Wonder Years for the first time, they're like, give them a very like cohesive, like they listen to all of it. There's like always the like. 10 songs or so that everyone like remembers and talks about. And I have never heard someone be like, Oh, I was super into that song. Not that it's a bad song. It's a good song, but I've never heard someone be like, Oh, that was my, that really hit me. My my process for making this list was I narrowed it down to like 30 songs and then to 20 songs. And then I went and did like 15 and then tried to Mm -hmm. narrow it down from there. Um, And just listening to them, like I think I took about probably a full week. Yeah, probably a full week like trying to do this. <laughs> it's been a process. Thank you for taking the time. <laughs> no, it was That's very fun. I know. It's no, really I, it's weird just... because I've never done this with a I've never done this and I've never had to go through and listen to an entire band's discography. Like Yeah. But I don't know, something about this song just kept making it back to the list. And eventually it started making it higher on the list when I was just sitting there and arranging them. So I don't know. It really stuck with me. I thought it was a great song. And there wasn't really any depth to my choice behind it besides the fact that I just thought it was a great song. Yeah. I I mean, I think this song's great. It's definitely one of the songs on this record that I forgot about. <laughs> not in like, a ne- <laughs> not, but just in, in, the, in the way... It, of like the three songs from this record that I was like, oh, these songs hit, it was not one of them. But that's also, I think, with the Wonder Years, my favorite style is more of like the intense, heavy, like really big with like some of the chaotic verses into like these big sweeping choruses. Yeah. And this song doesn't do that for me. And that's me. why I like it. Yeah, see? Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna back up Eric on this one. I think I think a lot of the stuff that I look for in Wonder Years songs is the like big emotion, big loud noise, chaos, like kind of 
chaotic, like bringing a lot of stuff forward. And this song has, you know, it has really good elements. It's got the cool, like, um, dual vocals thing. Like it's, you know, that's all great. It's got some good lyrics, but yeah, this, this does not, this, I don't even think makes my top 20, like one of your songs. It's a but weird one. I knew that there I'm were going to be some weird ones in there. Yeah. But I'm still saving my veto because I'm terrified of what you're going to put at number one. <laughs> Shelby. <laughs> what? Don't hate me. What? I'm going to veto. All right. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna I mean, look, I'm it's not true. emotionally Say, attached to this band. You are taking one for the team, absolutely, by doing is this. Is that but... song about um, how big of a piece of shit Ernest Hemingway is, or what? <laughs> I don't know. Really. I was just going to say, I don't know either. I don't Because he's fucking a horrible person. He's terrible. Person. Yeah. yeah. Um, he just like, he like name drops him once. Okay. And talks yeah. about like thinking about him drinking and his shotgun and, you know. Yeah. D- Dan Dan Campbell loves a, a like, I'm going to kind of reference suicide, but I'm not like going to explicitly do it. We're just going to hint at it. We're gonna graze by the gonna, subject. So. He he loves a tortured artist motif. Yeah, so that's just I. the absolute vibe. Um, all right, are you ready for my replacement then? I'm ready. It's local man ruins everything. Oh, yes. that's a good yeah. song. Oh, I love when a happy ending happens. I feel Hell like yeah. this happens so often when I get vetoed that I never get it right the first time, but the second time. I love local man ruins stoked. everything. Has, has there been an episode where Shelby hasn't been vetoed? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> well there was one i didn't play oh so technically yeah. yeah i guess there is an episode where you don't get vetoed <laughs> um so this record was actually the one that ended up dominating my entire list really looking back at it there's one two three four songs on my list from this record i absolutely love that yeah very on board very hyped yeah we love a suburbia moment. Yeah. And just being probably just because I am so from the suburbs of Elk Grove, California. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm so from the suburbs around these shitty fucking men that they're talking about yeah. in these shitty fucking high schools. I it just. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. That's a great pick. Thank you. I love that song. Yeah, I also love that song. The, that song is was really high on my list. Yeah. So. I mean, it just plays right into this. I mean, this album. I think this album's perfect. I think this album's incredible. Yeah. I think start to finish, I think it's perfect. I think there's... Uh, I just think it's great. I think you could be right. I think I might. We could be right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm good with this. The plane's taken off. We're... The running runway out of low. runway. We're running. <laughs> we're running away. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with my number three pick, which is remaining in the spot that it was when I first made this list, is Melrose Diner. Ooh, <gasps> that was on my list. Yeah, because for multiple reasons, it sentimentally, it is the first Wonder Years song I ever heard. Um, so big love that, and it just, I really feel like it encapsulates everything that the band was at that time and i think it's it's a perfect example of growth because you listen to that and like it's it can very much be read as a like i'm you know my like girlfriend is mean to me and i'm writing a shitty song about her yeah but then you know growth 
and it's just it's it's so much fun i just it's so much fun it's a great I song it. i and i yeah. that being like the first song for you also i, I get that. that having like a soft spot 100 percent. yeah is that your way of saying you hate his choice no i like <laughs> i like melrose diner would i put it this high i wouldn't have but that's my own vibe um Damn, Jake just smoking it up. <laughs> wow. I've been doing that this whole time. Have you? Are you mad at me? No, no. I just like the vibe that he's just like, I know, I mean, we're in the podcast, so you can't see this, but he like leaned back and like let the smoke come out of his mouth. Like he's like a- He's like, big papa. Well, like almost like he's like a money launderer and he's in his office <laughs> and there's like people who are coming <laughs> to see him and it's very stressful and this meeting could be the end of everything, but he's just taking a second for himself. You know what I mean? That's the vibe. That's the vibe being cultivated here today. Uh, Melrose Diner was number 10 on my list. Melrose Diner was 10? Mm -hmm. I like Melrose Diner. It didn't make my list. I know. I respect that because I respect you. Thank you, Charlie. I respect you too, and I appreciate that. I just, it's it's a great song, and again, Upsides is a fantastic record, but it wasn't one that uh, resonated with me. But I still think it's great, and I'm happy it's here. I'm happy it came to the party. Yeah. You know? I'm happy. I'm happy it showed up. Yeah, we love we love a uh, a a, a uh, um uh, we love it. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm happy with this. Oh yeah. Cool. I'm on board. Yeah. We vibe. Love it. <gasps> love. Does that mean it's Locked your last three. slot? Oh, it is mine. Eric's last pick, number two. Yeah, it's your last one. Whoa. Okay. The plane's taken off. Plane's taken off. Going for it off the bat, first song, Came Out Swinging, is my number two pick. I think it is, like, oh, my God, what a fucking intro. Um, so, I, yeah. Huh? Nothing. Oh, cool. cool. <laughs> um, what an absolute intro. Was that going to be your number one? Oh, no. Was it? Okay. It's fine. Um, so, I love this song. Uh, it's, yeah. just, it's just really good. It's really intense. It's just very like, yeah. I I just I. It's fucking great lyrically. It's I'm gonna I I mean I'm gonna do whatever I can to make that ha- it, like in the way that it's like if you get the chance to win, take it. I feel like this is another one of those thematic moments of like, despite whatever adversity I'm thrown, I'm gonna at least try. You know, which oh, yeah. fucking yeah. gorgeous, and yeah, that, and, and the fact yeah. that it's echoing America by Allen Ginsberg. I mean, just this whole album <laughs> is yeah. great. I love it. Yeah, I really feel like every time I listen to Came Out Swinging, I'm like, man, what a fucking power move to open an album with this song. Like, literally, like, that. I'm really happy with that being number two. Um, cool. I love this song. And it's, I mean, it, it just hits. Like, it's just so good. Like, and it's got the, I spent this year as a ghost. And yes. I'm not sure where home is anymore. Like when I list, when I heard that for the first time, I was like, "Oh God!" Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Well, well on the concept good. of growth, also, I spent the winter writing songs about getting better, and if I'm being honest, I'm getting there. Growth. Can growth. we talk about it? Oh, I love it. Uh, oh my God, Goop sponsor God. us now. <laughs> I'm gonna do this because I love you so much. And I have no choice, but I'm going to veto it. Okay. Whoa. 
I'm gonna I think I know it. why, I though. Why. You know why. I know why. I understand why. Okay. Yeah. Because well, sometimes you have to veto out of love, Charlie, and you're going to understand it. Yes. I think okay. I get it. I think okay. I get it. I think I get and it. And I think this way that it's going to be such a great episode. Well, in that case, then, okay. if it's vetoed, officially, officially stricken, I'm going for the album Closer, and now I'm nothing, Hell as number huh. two. And I know that this might be controversial, but I do think that this has one of the most powerful, I think, and now I'm nothing is one of the most, like the word that hits me the most with this song is yearning because it kind of starts off soft after an album that's been really powerful and very drivey. It's kind of like this like rim shot, very like soft into it with these kind of soft lyrics. But then every time they get to the same part, say it's like another verse, it's that version, but more intense and more drivey to the point where they get to like that last huge big outro when he's, um, um, I had dreams of myself as the young Ginsburg of this generation without the talent, madness or vision. I guess things are looking hopeless. We're all out singing chords in unison and acting as though we or acting like we've healed. I know we've got miles to go, but I'm putting my shoulder to the wheel. That whole portion, the build, the emotional build of that. And the fact that there's literally a four beat silence right when he says the last word. And then it's just echo. There's nothing. And then it's like, and to this like big, heavy two step, like this, the big crescendo that just then echoes away. Like the song, it's the big final act, boom, the stamp. And then the song just disappears into nothing. You know, in this, I don't know. I just think it's beautiful. I mean, to me, that's my number one pick. I, think that that's the best i just i've never i just love that song so much i love that song i love it oh my god sue me i love it god (laughs) i also love that song and you know what hearing you talk about it made me love it more like it's one of those things where like it's so people have such personal reactions to that (sighs) song and like just and i mean i this this is another I feel like I talk about the lyrics a lot, but like that's definitely how I like relate to the oh, songs yeah. mostly. And like the suburbia stop pushing. I know what yes. I'm doing. Like that, you know, I it, it felt often, especially like I don't know. It's interesting <gasps> it's interesting that a band that is fronted by a cis white man and has almost has entirely cis white men in it has so many lyrics and so many ideas that are very applicable for people who don't fall into any of those categories. Which is like, wild, isn't it? Yeah, like you wouldn't expect just, that. It's nuts. Yeah. And this is such, I mean, growing up in the suburbs as like a queer kid, yeah. as someone who eventually then, you know, I, I came out as trans when I graduated college and like moved home back to that same suburban town like with the same people I had lived around for 21 years and like feeling this, like you're pushing yourself up against a brick wall most of the time and like desperately wanting to get out, but not knowing how, because living in the Bay area is expensive and like all that stuff and like feeling like the only way you're going to get out is by the skin of your teeth. And I feel like this song really encapsulates like, but but we're just going to fucking go for it. Like, what worse you know, like, just just get in the car, like, and just go. That that last line, too, just from the perspective of, like, the Ginsburg poem itself, that being, like, I know we've got miles to go, but I'm putting my queer shoulder to the wheel. 
as just sort of just like I don't give a shit anymore. Like I am this person. I exist. And no matter the adversity, no matter what happens, I will continue. Like, I mean, arguably until I die, right? Like, I have a long time and I have a lot of things to do. And so I'm going to put everything that I am. And I mean, at that time, too, for somebody like Ginsburg, like, I am hated because of who I am as a queer person, right? So I'm going to put that at the forefront and let that guide me into the beautiful things that I hope to accomplish. And so I feel like Dan from the wonder years is taking that element, but not, he's not trying to like, obviously like not queer coding and not like doing anything performative. There's, he's taking the sort of the ethos of what that means outside of any sort of, um, identifier, acknowledging its energy and its strength and being like, I want, I am this, I have this, I want this. I don't know. Just to me, like the resonance of the power of what that means it's just so cool. It's just so good. Yeah. And then also just, I mean, as a queer kid also being at a show like that and like he's not saying that word but you knowing what he's echoing, knowing what point of reference he's using, it's like this is queer. <laughs> this is so sick. Yeah. But like I, I think it's, it's so wild. Like, yeah, and like just like feeling seen in like a in a scene that doesn't isn't always meant for people. Yeah. Like, for like isn't meant for people like me isn't always meant for people like you or like for women or anything like it's very much like but still having space and I feel like that's also something that can then be like that idea can like be extrapolated and applied to being from the suburbs and feeling like if you don't fit in this box something is wrong with you yeah like and you know you have to fix it and I really like what you said about like how the like kind of the way the song ends with being like I don't like I don't care anymore I'm going to just like do it and I think you can kind of expand it to also being like I can't care anymore yeah like this song opens with a lyric about clawing at the frozen ground like you can't you are going to like emotionally exhaust yourself physically exhaust yourself by like trying to force yourself to fit into something that you're not and you can't because it'll bite you in the ass yeah at the end and yeah. like and just, the 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 album sort uh, of being a testament it. to that energy, and to the point where like, yeah. what's up, Mateo? <laughs> <laughs> the album the album itself being a testament to that energy and that like, I'm trying and this is me going through that process. And then it's like that line being like, I I have to keep going and I can't like this is just what's happening. And I think oh my god, the more I think about it, that like that break of sound that like those like four beats is almost just like, I'm gone. Like, whatever's happened, whatever this was, it's over. And now I'm, I've, I've literally gone. Like, I've disappeared. I've moved on. It's over. It's like, it, it, that silence is like the closing of the book. And then whatever sound is left has been left behind. Like, that, the, the, as, as the sound sort of trickles away, all of that, like, momentous, loud clashing, and that that's... It was left behind. Like, it's gone. He's gone. This story's over. But this is what's left, and it'll just disappear. I don't know. I love Oh, my God. I love it. Yes. <gasps> I love it. I love it. Uh, I love this band. I love this one. Uh, I love it. Yeah. Anyways. You're I, welcome. I cr- thank you. I cried at Dan Campbell at a show, screaming these lyrics back at him, and it was really beautiful. Because he did look at me, and he did say, 
I'm putting my shoulder to the wheel. And I did yell, I'm putting my queer shoulder to the wheel. And he acknowledged it. And I was weeping. Oh. And he, like, smiled. And it was really cool. It was really cool. Oh, my God. What a good time. And I was there by myself. So I was just like, oh, it was just like, what a freeing experience. I, that was a great show. Well, that was a great show. Yeah. Oh. So good. RIP slams. <laughs> like most venues. Yeah. Well, but. it's it's also funny that you had such a moment with the song that ended up as the second song on this list. Because the song that was the second song on my list, I had a similar big show moment. Which this the song that was number two for me was the ocean grew hands to hold me um, off of sister cities. Interesting. Yeah. Which is funny because we've not had anything from sister cities on this list. I think because by and large that album doesn't hit the same. Yes. For a lot of people. It's a very different album. Yes. It's, there's a lot happening. It's still beautiful. There's great lyrics, all that stuff, but it's, it's not, it's not, you know, you're not going to put in excess suburbia and be like, these are on the same level. It's just like, yeah, not there. And, but like ocean heard hands, uh, the ocean grew hands to hold me. Like was a song where I listened to it. It was when I was living in Santa Cruz and I sat on like a cliffside and I listened to it and I was like, holy shit i think in an alternate world i wrote this song like it was like the the lyrics and like everything and then when i went and saw them they did they did it and this song is so intense like it's got this amazing bridge that's when i was in shambles when i was too weak the ocean grew hands to hold me and like the entire place was like screaming along and it was so like ugh. like everyone was just like in i was like in pieces I was having big gay feelings. Like everyone was just yeah. <laughs> so emotional. Yeah. So it was really cool. it's, oh man. Wonder years. Those shows are so good. Ah, uh, uh, so yes. Good. I love that. So what? Okay, cool. Uh. All right. Number one spot. Number one. Right, I yeah. I wonder what it is. Shelby. I have so much power. <laughs> What is it going to be? <laughs> <laughs> it's came out swinging. Hell um, yeah. How fucking dare you use the song <laughs> that I, I didn't... have at number one. And I feel this makes me feel better because I I came into this knowing that I was going to try to get the trivia right to get the number one spot. Right. Because <laughs> I wanted to have three picks and let everybody else have more picks than me. Yeah. Then I was like, wow, are they going to like this? I, that was your earnest pick. That uh, was your yeah, earnest number was. one. It was the first song I heard by them because you told me to listen to it. <sighs> Such a good song. You, We have so talked good. about the song time and time again. Yeah. It has come up in conversations multiple <sighs> times. So I was already familiar with it. So I decided to, uh, when I was jogging the other day, um, I went on a jog for the first time in like three years. Go me. Growth. But I put that song on. That. And I, I mean, you, it s- hits. you said it best. It just, it does. It, hits. it, it just hits from the very beginning. <sighs> How fucking dare they write a song that good? Well, that's one I of the, know, right? that's one of the things I feel like they've written so many of these. Um, and I mean, obviously it's not like, why is everybody sleeping on the wonder years? Cause that's not true. They're obviously like such a huge band. But you <laughs> know what I will say giant. is that <laughs> I discounted them. Right. Because I yes. was like, they're just one of those dumb warp tour bands that I've never liked. Yes. Then you give them a chance, but there's so many people that are like me, especially, especially, especially in the scene that we run through. Yeah. 
that are so quick to discount a band for any sort of reason whatsoever, especially Mm -hmm. if it's in that realm of warped tour pop punk. Yeah. Right. So I just think that there's such a stigma and that I did myself a large disservice by not ever really getting into them. I will. I mean, there are a lot of those bands that are not the wonder years that I would say like, Oh yeah. I don't like those right. bands. So I am it makes perfect sense. Like I'm not gonna come out in defense of three oh three, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. But you will Absolutely. come out in defense of three eleven. No, I won't. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry, we love that. that was wow. So bad. Okay. Cool. I didn't set anything on fire. No, this was a good list. Yeah, this was so this was in the songs that Eric sent me. <clears throat> And I listened to a couple more beyond that, but this was, was definitely my favorite out of all the songs for sure. Isn't it good? And I was really, really skeptical good. because it's number one on their Spotify, and I always am skeptical of yeah. that. Yeah. Of being it, like, am I just? Yeah, like I wonder. Am I just? It's a it's, It also as an album opener, like so. When the first the first time I saw them was on this tour, and like obviously you're opening the set with this song, like there, obvi- like it's there's no other way. And they did, and I, it was just so powerful and so intense and so good and emotional and big and like, uh, well, uh, and lyrically too, just like the I came out swinging in in the south of it. Oh my god, caked in stale beer and sweat under half lip for fluorescence, and I spent the. Um, yeah. It's just say every lyric out loud right now. Yeah, just recite the no, entire thing. No, no, I actually want you to. <laughs> no, I don't think I do. I it know? really is a poem. Every song that he song. writes this is, is a, a poem. song where I think I can do. Yeah. I can do the entire thing from memory. Yeah, I guess yeah. I can too. <laughs> Spent Good the whole year in airports, yeah, and the flood feels like home. I guess we're yeah. never alone. Yeah. I lost track of the time zones I'd call, but you know, yeah. I'm running on empty, uh, <laughs> and the late uh, nights and the long drives start to get to me. Ah. Oh! so tired I'm just so tired <laughs> it's such a good song thank you this was really great okay i love this uh yeah obsessed that that's a fair i i also really like that pick i was nervous about what your number one was going to be this, this was, <laughs> i was too to be I, honest you know, for transparency is, <laughs> for transparency's sake this was not my number one um this my number one was i just want to sell at my funeral <gasps> that um, was on my list ooh. oh i'm sorry yeah so yeah. Going into that again, yeah. So, do you yeah. do you, do you like Spanish love songs? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And so, you, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, with okay. the brave fit. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Because I I love a musical moment. It's just big musical energy. Yeah. It's big, like, and again, I'm big, not comparing the two. Big reprise. I'm not comparing yeah. the two anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. I'm not. And so, but just that the motif, the idea of taking all of these songs is like mini acts or or big like emotional moments and then collectively creating that as one song to just be like well if you didn't hear it this is sort of the i guess would it be an elegy for for the record it's well because i think it's 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 structured like a a eulogy that you'd hear at a funeral yeah and which just like thematically fits with so many of the themes of the album as well as just like the name of the freaking song and like it's just i think it's i think it's also one of the best i would maybe even go on record maybe i mean i, know, I think i would go on record to say it is one of the best album closers of all time 
of any band ever. I would um, also argue that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, it's just so, it's so good. Like, it's just so good. It's like, it's so good that I like get mad about it. Like, I'm like, damn. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I also remember li- listening to this for the first time. It was like, my my first boyfriend and I had just broken up. I got into my own place and I was in that place by myself, kind of drunk. I was like, I think I was like 20, but I had a fake ID and there was a liquor store on Judah that I would walk to because I lived on 19th. Shout out to me. And um, uh, I got my like pizza and that. And I remember just getting kind of drunk and then just putting it on, putting my phone away and then just listening to it. And I remember as it closed and they started doing the callbacks, I like started crying because I was like, there's no yeah. way, there's no way. This is insane. Like, this is tr- like, what a good record. That, I mean, that, and if we're talking about discards, um, which we missed last week. So shout out to me for being a bad host. I'm so sorry, <laughs> Pears. Um, but Devil in My Bloodstream, um, that, Okay. The whole build into it, and then when he says, I bet I'd... So, lyrically, some of it, I'm not like... The whole, like, I bet I'd never have the guts for war, I'm a little like, okay, calm down. Like, whatever, that's a little... Yeah. Like, okay, <laughs> we don't... You want to go kill people? We don't like, that's... That. Yeah. yeah, we don't need all that. But the way he says, I bet I'd be a fucking coward, as the song kicks in, and it just... This dichotomous this is this is this song and then it's just this entirely different thing show stopping curtains closed yeah, done I mean, literally, sold it like that's a total example of like there's no turning back from this point like that you hear that and you're like oh shit we're in it now like we are in we are in it we're in it oh these are these are songs All ah. right, let's recap songs. this list let's recap the list yeah i'm so sorry yeah um okay. i also wanted to say good list idea Closing album songs. <gasps> Ooh. Last songs on a record. You're welcome. Yeah. Number one, Heartburn. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Don't. No, no, no. Because honestly, that would be on my list. Yeah. But that would be on my list. A time for that's another conversation for another yeah. time. Um, well, how so would that be very self indulgent? <laughs> I mean, that would be. It fun. would be self indulgent for me to put my own band song on a list. I mean, yeah, I would so. love it though. I mean, yeah. it's my favorite lightweight song and my favorite, one of my favorite actual songs just in general. So, anyway. You're not wrong. Listen uh, to lightweight. <laughs> wow, you fucking humble bitch. God. <laughs> Show some goddamn humility. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love you, Jake. Um, I just don't get well, to do this often. Song. But um, 11, you're not sound get over it. Number 10, Bastards, the Vulture, the Wolves. Number 9, Hostels and Brothels. Number eight, Passing Through a Screen Door. Number seven, Teenage Parents. Number six, Washington Square Park. Number five, Cardinals. Number four, Local Man Ruins Everything. Number three, Melrose Diner. Number two, And Now I'm Nothing. And number one, Came Out Swing. That's a good list. That's a really good list. That's a good list. I love it. I'm really happy with that list. Me too. Uh, Shout out to Cul-de-Sac as a song. Oh yeah, so good. So straight up, that was my number That's three. That's one of the ones you sent me. Yeah, yeah. I think Cul-de-Sac is so, so good. It's like it's like one. Of, I mean, it's one of the later songs on Greatest Generation, but it also just like brings the vibe right back up to exactly what the Wonder Years is for me. In such an uh oh. Uh. So today I indulged because I 
I didn't listen to their cover of Losing My Religion until today because I was like, I'm not including this. Yeah. But after listening to their discography, I can tell that they are 100% on brand in covering that song. Um, yes. Also, oh, yeah. if we're talking discards and covers, their cover of Hey Julie actually really almost made it to my list. It's beautiful, and it brought me to tears. I also just really love that song in yeah. Dons of Wayne, but shout out. I listened to it after you said it. It's really good. It's I hadn't just, heard it before. It's just such a sweet song in general. Yeah. And hearing somebody with that much emotion in their voice singing it is really special. Uh, so there I we love go. it. Those are my only discards that I'm going to talk about because I'm not going to talk about my 30, <laughs> my 30 song list. Yeah, I, I feel like... I mean, a lot of mine, I mean, on the list, I had cul-de-sac, coffee eyes, uh, woke up older. Uh, I don't like who I was then. I also had. That was on mine. Yeah. I, yeah that, that was, was that's the other song from that record that I was like, oh, pff, in, incredible. So good. I also had, um, you maybe, you maybe want to be a saint. I think thematically as a song, that song's beautiful. Just as a song for a dead friend. It's like. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> will cry. That's insane. It's such a beautiful yeah. song. Uh, and then Dynamite Shovel was my number eleven because I just think that's like oh, that's such a good. it's such a cool song. Just like I yeah, I love it. And then I just I mean, granted, my my shit's like every album is like nine nine or ten songs that I'm like oh for sure. Like let me write that down. So, yeah. <laughs> so I feel like going over every one of those would be too much. <laughs> yeah. But. Honestly, most of the songs that I picked ended up on our list, uh, which is cool. All, other than I don't like who I was then, which that was, was also that, on my list. Was and it? I am kind of sad I didn't make it because yeah. I really liked that song. It's really good. It's really that, good. If I can not to fuck this up. Ugh. Like, damn. Felt that. Um, Stained Glass Ceilings is another song that I love. Um, which is not one that gets a lot of love, um, but that I love a song that has a heavy vocalist in it. Yeah. Um, and it's got Jason Butler uh, from. Uh, oh, wow. Oops. I'm blanking. On, anyway, he's a he's in a band. Um, and I don't know this person. He, Let me see. Yeah. Jason Butler from. Is it Let Live or. He's it. He's a metal vocalist or like a metal metalcore vocalist, whatever. Um, and. He's got such a kick-ass part. Uh, his feature is is amazing. Um, I think that song is really cool. Um, we Could Die Like This was also on my, also an honorable mention, I think. But, man, The Wonder Years just makes banger after banger. They really do. What a band. I mean, the yeah. chance of them listen, chances of them listening to this are very low. But if you're in The Wonder Years, thank you make really good music it's really such a treat and such Aww. a joy um hell yeah, yeah. is Beautiful. is that it we did it guys is that crazy is that okay <laughs> hold on wait is it is that crazy did we get there did we do this we did it but crazy that we've done it oh my god i think we might have and honestly at the end of the day that's a little crazy that's i just little... have one final thing to say before we part ways yes Lousy Advice is a band. Yes, we're a band. So we're a podcast and we're a band. So if you're listening to this and you're like, wow, I love this podcast. Why don't they do music? Well, you're in luck because we do. And you we do have music. You know song you heard at the beginning of this? That's, That's us. us. So shout out to us. Um, tell your friends. Honestly, tell all your friends. Um, Charlie, thank you for being here. 
and spending this time talking to us about this incredible band. I'm so happy we finally got to talk about this band. Yeah, me too. I remember when we like first became friends, we yeah. talked about the Wonder Years. It was so exciting. Thank you all for having me. And yeah. yeah, to anyone listening, if you haven't listened to the Wonder Years or if you have consistently written them off for whatever reason, check them out, you know, and then be good to each other because yeah. that's what the band's about so let our list yeah. guide you <laughs> yeah um is there anything you want to plug um yeah actually so i am a, a volunteer and coordinator for 924 gilman street um which is a nonprofit music venue in berkeley california um we're part of the or our nonprofit's called the alternative music foundation um and as anyone may have guessed this is a really tough time for venues um it's especially all ages venues, uh, which Gilman is an all ages alcohol free uh, venue. We try really hard to be as accessible as possible. Um, and this is a, you know, this is a hard time for us because uh, we can't have shows, um, which is the only way that we make money. Um, and so, you know, if you are, if you've got any, anything in your, in your pocket or anything you want to donate, um, you can hit up our PayPal, which is donate at 924Gilman, actually at helpgilman.org, uh, or you can just Google 924Gilman and go to our donate website. We would love that. And then when shows come back, uh, if you live in Berkeley, the Bay Area, uh, come on out for a show. Volunteer. You can get in free. You can hang out with me. You can uh, make all sorts of ruckus. And, you know, uh, the Wonder Years is very much a band that has managed to maintain a very DIY ethos throughout their entire career. Um, and it's that kind of ethos that Gilman tries to embody. Uh, the Wonder Years, if you're listening, you are eligible to play at Gilman. Please come play. I would die. Yeah. Could you imagine that's, if that's they played Gilman? Oh, my God. It's a dream of mine. It's it's whew. how incredible would that be? Incredible. Dreams oh, can come true. Dreams can come true. Oh, what a great. That would be such a good show. <gasps> I know, Lucy. That would be great. Oh, obsessed. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> well, this was awesome. Charlie, again, thank you so much. Um, yeah. This has this been the, very fun. Thank this, you so much. Yeah. For doing this. Uh, I'm just going to go listen to them now. Um, This has been the Lousy Advice podcast. Thank you. Uh, Was that it? What do we need a Thank you anything? and good night. Jake, do you have any last words? I feel like you you were you were <laughs> present, but I feel like I'm present. I'm growing. You're growing. <laughs> Thank you. You know, that's the general theme. Um, you know, I'm just, you know, I was just listening, I was vibing. Yeah. I was happy. He's too, you know what? Open Stick ears, open for heart. next week because next week is when Jake and I are going to fucking we're gonna, fight. We're going to fight again. Oh, yeah. And I'm not doing anything. I'm just going to be fun. I'm so excited. Ah, oh, yes. Okay, cool. It's going to be great. Anyways, this is a Lousy Advice Podcast. We love you. We love our fans. Shout out to our fans. <laughs> 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 oh, what fans? Anyways, um, bye. <laughs> I'm going to stop the podcast. <laughs>